This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. John Parado joining me on CBS Sports Radio. John, great to have you on the show. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, Sean. How are you? I'm doing well. So, um, 60-game season, and um, it's going to be it's going to be like nothing we've seen before in terms of the urgency of these last couple of months of the season. Are there certain teams, whether specific teams or certain types of teams, John, in your mind that maybe get a bump up a little bit in a, you know, the mythical power rankings because of the nature of this season, the shortened nature of the season? You know, that's interesting. And there's no team that jumps out at me, but I have to believe Sean with a, with a shortened season, there's more chances for flukiness, randomness, whatever you want to call it. And I would suspect at least one of the 10 teams that get into the playoffs or a team that in a 162-game season you would say, no way they would have the chance to do it. Who that team is you know, remains to be seen, but it is, it is clear somebody will get hot, a team that and, – and you know when you get into a 60-game schedule, depth doesn't matter as much. Having a strong farm system doesn't matter as much. If you can get hot and stay hot for a few weeks, that gives you a good leg up on getting a playoff spot. It's going to be really fun to see who it is because, like I said, there will be one of them. And, uh, you know, one team uh, I know people in baseball kicking around, some of the Toronto Blue Jays, they feel they're ready to take a bit of a step up to begin with and feel in a short season that can cover their lack of pitching to an extent, uh, lack of starting pitching. So uh, that's one team that, that seems to be gaining some momentum around the sport is uh, the Blue Jays in this shortened season. That's interesting because, as we know, that, that AL East already has the Yankees and the Red Sox in it. And I think – I thought you were going to say Tampa Bay, uh, John, because, I, I mean, they were a playoff team last year. But, man, I, I just – I feel like with uh, with the way they're able to kind of find help in the bullpen and the way that – they already do things a little unconventionally there with openers and – and they already play in front of empty stadiums at home, which is, you know, it's a bit of a backhanded compliment. I, what are your thoughts on Tampa Bay as a team that I'm, I'm pondering putting a saw buck down on them at 18-1 to 1 to win the whole thing? Well, I think they're definitely a possibility. I think in a regular season they would have a chance to, to get to the playoffs and, you know, if get hot, it gets hot in October, win it. So definitely I feel they are, they are equipped uh, – in this uh, situation, like you said, they have a deep bullpen. They use openers. They do different things with their pitching staff and their lineup. I feel if there's any team that can adapt to any kind of schedule, it would be the Rays. So I think uh, Sawbuck at 18-1 to would be uh, certainly a potential to cash that ticket in. 
Do you like the format? I mean, it's, you know, obviously it's unconventional for a variety of reasons. One, they just couldn't agree on anything. And two, the coronavirus. But just in terms of your excitement level for 60 game sprint to the finish, and then still with the 10 team playoff, there had been bantering about of an expanded playoff. In your heart of hearts, given with the cards that they were dealt, what were you hoping for in terms of this shortened season and postseason? Well, I I was hoping they would be able to play more than 60 games. You know, originally they talked about an 82-game schedule, and if both sides would have came to an agreement quickly, we uh, probably would have started playing next weekend as, as things would have it with uh, the 4th of July weekend, and you would have an 82-game schedule, which would still only be a little over half of the regular season schedule, but it would be a little more representative. But, but Sean, I think you just have to take this season for what it is. It's not going to be a normal season. It wasn't going to be a normal season, even at 82 games. So just enjoy what you can and maybe embrace the fact that, hey, goofy things are going to happen this year. You're going to have new rules of DH in both leagues. You're going to have, though I'm not a fan of it, the runner on second to start extra innings rule. And, uh, you know, just uh, I think the best thing fans can do is try to just have some fun with it and see what happens. And the one thing you can say is every team does theoretically have a chance at the playoffs this time. And, you know, you 162-game season, you know there are some teams anywhere from six to eight every year that have no chance in the world of getting into the playoffs. With a shortened season, I think you're going to see it. You're going to see more teams, as we just talked about a moment ago, have a chance to win. And uh, if I were baseball, and they're not very good at marking their own game, as we very well know, Major League Baseball, but if I did – that's how I would mark it. Hey, anything can happen. It's going to be fun. It's a sprint, not a marathon this time. And let's just see what happens. John Parado joining me on the program talking Major League Baseball. And, John, you touched on a couple things there that, that interest me. The universal DH, which they're going to go with here this year, which I love. I'm, I'm not into watching pitchers hit. You touched on the extra inning rule where they're going to put a runner on second base to start the 10th the inning. And I think that brings in – it's gimmicky, but I think it brings in all kinds of fascinating strategic possibilities in terms of how you use pinch runners and how, how managers deploy their closers as extra innings approaches, that kind of thing. Of the changes that they've made or that they've looked at, which ones do you think wind up becoming things that, that are part of the game even after this pandemic season is over? I think the, the universal DH for sure. I think uh... – that's, I think we've seen, unless they pinch hit or get into some kind of weird double switch late in extra innings or something, we've seen the last of pitchers hitting in the major leagues. I really believe that, Sean. I, I think, you know, I know as a traditionalist, I grew up in Pittsburgh and National League City, so I'm used to pitchers hitting. I was never a huge fan of the DH. I think there's more strategy with the pitcher hitting. But then you also have to be realistic. Pitchers hit a combined 121 last season in the major leagues, and it's just a waste of time, really, to see most pitchers hit. There's a few like Madison Bumgarner who are threats, Jacob DeGrom, some people like that. But the majority of them have no idea what they're doing at the plate, and I think it will add more action, a little more excitement having a DH and having line the legitimate big league hitters in everyone's lineup. Uh, 
You know, the runner on second row, I don't know. I, uh, I think a lot of people are interested to see how this works, if it's just really a gimmick or if there's something to be said to add some excitement and maybe keep games from going into 16, 17 innings, which personally I'm not opposed to a long game now and again. And that will be one I think is going to be really closely looked at, and I, and I just think that that's a possibility if it proves to be popular, that that may be here to stay as well, but not as much. I'm certain that DH is, is now going to be in both leagues, though. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would tend to agree with that. John Parado joining me on CBS Sports Radio. We're talking some Major League Baseball. Um, I don't even know that baseball knows the answer to this one. It's just as you've observed this very brief period since they've mandated the season and started to bring guys back into the building – um, and, and taking a look at, you know, some of the teams, the Phillies specifically had a, you know, they had a mini outbreak of the coronavirus that they're working through right now. What's your sense on what would make sense? Like, what's the threshold here for how much coronavirus can hit a team or a league or the sport before they go, you know, we can't just do the 2020 season anymore? Well, I thought it was one interesting small move that Major League Baseball made. Originally, there was talk that when they came back for spring training 2.0 or summer camp or whatever you want to call it, that there would be 50-man rosters for each team as far as a pool, 50 players they could pick from for for the opening day roster and then keep others in reserve if needed to move on or off the roster. That went up to 60 players now. Those were announced this afternoon by most of the teams. So that tells me there's more of a more of a worry of a, an outbreak hitting a team when they've added 10 more players to each team's player pool. You know, talking to people in Major League Baseball's office, there's not that magic number to say, hey, if so many players get this total in the major leagues, we're going to shut it down. If so many players on one team in a league get it, maybe we just shut them down for the season and play the schedule with the rest of the teams. I think it's really going to be a feel thing, and, and I think, uh, you know, like anything else, we, we don't really know where this is all headed. We can all kind of try to guess and, and try to project, but, you know, we haven't seen anything like this in this country in 100 years, and it's, it's a different situation than anything that baseball or any other sport is confronted, and I really feel that they have really no choice but to kind of just play it by ear and see what happens. I, I know that's a wishy-washy answer, but that's uh, – that's probably the best thing they can do. Yeah, I mean, there's no correct answer right now. Like you said, the experts don't even know, you know, the baseball doesn't even know what an appropriate threshold is going to be. They've left themselves a lot of room uh, to, you know, to kind of uh, evaluate things, I guess. Um, John, last one before I let you go. Some big names heading into free agency after this season. Mookie Betts, uh, JT Real Muto, uh, George Springer come to mind. What do you think the strategy is for these guys? And I guess more importantly, what do you think the strategy is with respect to the teams out there that are going to be paying these guys? Free agency is already something that we'd seen some suppressed markets the last few years, even for really good players. What's this offseason going to look like, do you think? I think it's going to be difficult for those players. You know, kind of thawed last winter, Rendon, Strasburg, Cole, some of those top-end free agents got top-end dollars. I don't know if those top-end dollars are going to be available this year. The clubs, of course, claiming they're going to lose 640000 for each game they play with no fans in the stands, and that's already greasing the skids. 
to tell the free agents, both the you know top of the line guys that you mentioned, and, and certainly the middle class and the lower tier free agents, hey, money's really scarce, and if you think you're going to hit the jackpot, probably not this winter. And uh, so I think it's going to be very interesting. I think teams are going to toe the line, hold the line. It'll just be interesting to see to, to what extent. But I do think it's going to be hard for a player to to match Cole or even Rendon money uh, this winter. Yeah, man, timing's everything in life. And these guys heading into this free agency market with coming off of the coronavirus and no fans in the stands into a year that is probably going to have some sort of labor turmoil after the season's over. Just really, really rough. John Parada, USA Today, Baseball Digest, uh, talking some Major League Baseball. John, really appreciate you making time on a Sunday evening. And uh, like, uh, like all of us, I know you're looking forward to baseball getting here. So I hope to talk to you down the road about actual games next time. Well, that'd be something, a nice change of pace for sure to talk about games again, Sean. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. I really You bet. It. You bet. Good stuff. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. John Parado joining me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.